Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Good movement, and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast. This podcast is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns. So together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings everywhere. Today's episode is about gratitude. It is the beginning of December. It's post Thanksgiving for those of us who are in the United States. And it's pre-Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, any um, holiday, winter holiday that is more universally celebrated. And it's also winter, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> I can't imagine what December is like in the Southern Hemisphere. That must be interesting. I'd love to hear, hear from you guys about that. But at any rate, this time of year, can be challenging, as we talked about on previous episodes, um, in the middle of the holidays. And so this idea of gratitude is tossed around a lot, and it, and it can be very hallmarky and seem very woo-woo and even cheesy, but it's important. And, and like many things that I practice, I do like to blend both the, the known, meaning the researched, and then the just felt, the kind of more anecdotal. And so something, this practice of gratitude is, is really falls into the category of being studied. It's been studied. I mean, there's, uh, I'm going to have at some point later on, one of my dear students who has a PhD in positive psychology, I'm going to have her on because she's amazing. Um, so it's been studied, the psychology of gratitude and the effects of that. But we also know it too, when we feel... Uh, this just warm bubble of gratefulness, it feels wonderful on the whole system, on the whole psyche and the body. And so it's important to cultivate it. And, and it's important at times of stress, importantly, uh, most importantly, um, but it's, it's important to practice daily, daily doses of gratitude. And there's ways to do it without feeling like you're kind of joining a cult, the gratitude cult, which is that there's nothing wrong with that. We need more of that. Tony Robbins says that gratitude is the solution to anger and fear. Wow. And think about the emotions that really get us heavy or hardened. And almost all of them are generated in 
um, some way are impacted by, by anger and fear. And so if we can find the antidote to that, why not? And this time of year, um, we might need it a lot. It's also post-election time. It's just, it's a, it, we're kind of squeezed in the sandwich of a lot of holiday emotions, the end of year happening, the journey of time, seasonal change, all of it. And so let's practice this, uh, this gratitude art so that it becomes just like movement, part of our daily life. And there's lots of ways of doing it. And as I often like to do, I have made an acronym for it. And I think that those are fun to do, aren't they? Like writing it down, making a little poster for yourself, having these wonderful cues in your life that that um, remind you to, to pause and feel grateful. So without further ado, let's go through it. I didn't actually do gratitude. I, I did grateful because I think that writing down, I am grateful, I am grateful is a very powerful affirmation, a powerful statement, and then even a powerful prompt. When you feel dark, when you feel depressed, when you feel anger or fearful, can you just say, I am grateful for, and it could be as simple as, these breaths I'm about to take and take three huge breaths and let it out. It could be, I am grateful for feeling, acknowledging and releasing the emotions. So I am grateful for, I am grateful is our, is the way we're going to phrase it. And here is the acronym for grateful. So G G. Great. What is going great in your life? We often focus on what is not going great. And this is where those of you who practice yoga, this is a a wonderful way of applying this. I've said in previous episodes, yoga is really good at pointing out the things that we can't do. And we tend to focus on those. How many people have said to me, well, I'm not good at yoga. I'm like, what does that mean? Nobody... This shouldn't be like anybody's good or bad at yoga. And they are, they're, they're saying that because the thinking is that I'm bad at, you know, leaning over and touching my toes. I'm bad at putting weight in my hand, you know, whatever it is. And they're not focusing on what is going great. So what is going great for you right now? What is going well that you can celebrate and focus on that? And you can think about that when you're thinking about this acronym as a daily practice. And let me just say, before I go any further in the acronym, why don't we, this is a little spontaneous, why don't we make this a December thing? The month of December, having this little gratitude practice and using this acronym every day. So this could be a form of meditation, kind of going through in your head, grateful, I am grateful. And here's the things I'm going to focus on. So that is something that I'm going to try. And I'd love for you to join in with me. And I'll talk more about that at the end of the episode, because I think it'd be really cool if we kind of all found ways of tagging each other on social media or sending emails or just showing up for each other, that kind of accountability and seeing how our mission of gratitude is is going. So gee, what is great? So every day, like what's going great? right now. What's going great? All right. R, ready. What are you ready for? 
What are you ready for that's going to help you? This state of readiness is is really important in movement. I talk about this a lot in my yoga practice. Some of the many reasons I don't like um, when people go into in ranges of motion and kind of seem to sag in that is there's not a readiness and I can see it. I, I've been I've looked at enough bodies that I can really see the readiness is not there. Meaning that if I said and move from there into five different position, there would be a readiness. If you've sunk down into your joints, there's not a readiness. And that readiness is is activity. It's energy. It's your source. It doesn't mean that you're like on guard, like high alert. It's just readiness that is protective, but also energizing. So it's the opposite of sitting and slumping down. It's the sense of lightness and buoyancy that I've referenced in other episodes, this readiness. So the R is what are you ready for? What are you ready for in your life? What are you ready um, to do, to, to bring more in? And it, like you might be ready, hey, I'm ready to try something like a commitment to 30 days or 31 days of gratitude. I'm ready to look at another place to live. I'm ready to maybe not be friends with this person anymore because every time I'm with them, I feel bad about myself. I'm ready to be my best in a stressful situation, like going home for the holidays with with people that um, my family I'm just saying this, my family's fine, but there's many, many people who go home and they have to kind of have a readiness to be calm because uh, their their family might be fractured or there might be some inherent stress in in going home. And I'm I'm ready to to face that and and not fall into it, not succumb to it, not be angered by it, but I'm just ready for it. There's the readiness, there's preparedness that we need. And that kind of preparedness is actually very helpful. So what are you ready for? And that could be every day you could ask that. What am I ready for today? The A, abundance. What aspects of your life are abundant? And there's some aspect. This we Again, we tend to go into like what we're missing instead of thinking where in our life, what parts of our life is there a sense of great abundance? This could be your friends. You have not necessarily numbers of friends, but you have enough friends, more than enough friends, and they're giving you a lot of joy and friendship. And there's an abundance in that. It could be your work. You love your work. There's an abundance of it. How about if you don't have work, but you're looking for work? Well, how about look at the fact that you have an abundance of time, maybe now that you didn't used to have flip everything and find that positive possibility. And it isn't fake positive. It's really just programming, programming to not go into, it's so easy to go negative. That's that's an easy thing. So it's harder to find these moments of like, what is really abundant? Maybe just the love that I feel for my children or my animals or the I have an abundance of work and sometimes that can be stressful. But how about if we think, wow, isn't it great to have so much work? Isn't it great that I actually have an abundance? Yes, it can be too much, but 
how about I focus on the fact that I have it at all? Like that can be a good problem to have. So it's more about reframing how we look at um, things in our life. How about I have an abundance of possibility or choice, especially if you live in an area um, in the world where you can choose so many things that other people might not be able to. And instead of feeling guilty, feel happy for that. Feel happy that you have those choices, but don't forget to acknowledge them, that there's an abundance in that. The T, time. Time, hmm, grateful for something. How about time? Paying attention. So what are you doing to carve out time for yourself? You're going to be feeling much more grateful and feeling full of gratitude when you take care of you. When you take care of you and you take the time to do it, everyone, no matter how busy he or she is, can find some amount of time each and every day to do something that's just for you. And it could, and it needs to really be something that serves you, you know, like not a short term, um, like very, very quick gratifying thing, but like, are you practicing yoga? Are you practicing meditation? Are you walking in the woods? Are you taking your run? Are you doing whatever kind of movement practice that makes you feel that makes you feel the best? Are you doing your hobbies that make you feel really good? Like if you're a knitter or if you are um, making art, are you taking time each and every day to do the things that fill you up so that you can feel grateful? The other thing is um, E, great, G-R-A-T-E, E. Well, E is an interesting, there's a couple different words I thought of, but the first that just came to me over and over again was extra. And it's based on this, um, that we all have a unique quality that is just a, just kind of our extra thing. And if you've ever played Scrabble, that there's that, the free square in the middle. And I remember going to a lecture and this woman said, everyone has that. That's just our extra little bonus. Everything else we might be very similar to other people and it might not be like that we stand out or extraordinary, but we all have this one thing that's just ours. We all have it. And so are you finding what your extra quality is, what your pink square is in the middle of the Scrabble board, that thing that is given to you, like that free space that's given to you, you were born with it. And have you found out what it is? So for me, I know movement and the way that I think, feel, create, um, that creativity, it's my artwork. And that is, that's totally my thing. Like I know that I was born to do that and I've found it and I'm living and breathing it in many ways. And that is so in line with all of who I am and my values. And, but it was, I, I was, I was really born. It's when, when you feel like you're born and you're doing that free square thing, that extra quality that's, that is you you know, that I might have a lot of other things that are similar to other people and that's great, but this I know is me and other people might have it as well. That might be their extra thing. It doesn't mean like I'm the only one, but knowing really clearly what is your extra quality that is that is 
uniquely yours. Because when you know it and you um, honor it and, and enhance it and live in ways that are um, aligned with it, you're, you're just going to feel so energized and so in line. And that is going to make you feel uh, grateful because you're doing it. You're doing what you were really born to do. Okay, F, food. How about we start looking at food as our friend and as our fuel as opposed to our foe and our downfall? And in the holiday season, this is super important. And what I mean by that is observe your relationship with food so that you can feel grateful for food and not have um, a hatred for it or a fear of it or an anger. And this is a much deeper conversation I know to be had because there are many people who suffer with issues and just um, all kinds of negative relationship stuff with food. And so it's not just like I can, you know, hallmark sugarcoat this at all. And I'm not trying to, I really am not. But what I would ask you to do is in this month of gratitude, can you be grateful for food and start to look at it for what it is and start to choose the foods that make you feel grateful, that make you feel energized, that fuel you, that make you feel vibrant and think, wow, this is food that is making me stronger, that is giving me vitality, that is helping me fight free radicals, whatever it is, understand what food does for you and make it your friend. And some people will maybe not even have this issue, but say you don't even have the issue with food, still acknowledge it, still be grateful for it. And so that pause before you eat and when you're eating, are you eating to fuel you? Or are you just shoving food down mindlessly? It's an opportunity to pause. And f- this is something that at a very cellular level feeds us. And so just pausing in that gratitude. And we do it when we come together in these large meals, like we did over Thanksgiving. And maybe we'll do in one of our holiday meals, but we maybe try and do it every day, just to some degree, just a simple pause and feeling the gratefulness and how food, food is what is enabling us to function. All right. The next letter is you. (laughs) I'm going to say underline, underline. See, I write a lot. And so sometimes I write capitals or I write things and I underline, and those are like the things of importance. What are you underlying in your life, in your in your gratitude, in your statements of gratitude. Focus on that. We often will end a statement with a but or accept. So even if we say something really powerful and underline it, we almost sometimes need to, we feel like we need to negate it, like with a but or sometimes or, you know, kind of just minimize it. But how about just underline it? I'm grateful because I have a freaking amazing life. Underline it. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to feel bad about it. It hasn't always, there's been struggles and all that, but I can say I need to feel that. I need to underline it and not minimize it, not apologize for it, not say I have a grateful life, except, you know, my kids can sometimes get on my nerves and 
No, how about just period, underline that affirmative positive statement and be okay with that. Be okay with saying something like that and not having to minimize it. It's amazing how small we can play. So underline, underline what you're grateful for. And then we'll end L. Well, this was easy for me. This came up right away. Some of these other ones, I had a couple different words for the letter, but this one, L, how about life? This can be really cheesy or it can be really powerful, but how about just every day awakening and being like, I'm breathing, I'm moving, I'm feeling, I'm alive. How about I'm grateful? I'm grateful because we're alive right now if you're listening to this, and then there's a time we won't be alive. And that's just, that's life. There's a beginning and there's an ending. And in the middle, it's what counts, what we really do with that time that we're given. Um, it's, It's so powerful that we ignore it because it's almost overwhelming to think that we only have a a period of time. It isn't just endless. There will be a time where we're not alive. So the thing to do is acknowledge it and not ignore it. So that, you know, 30 years goes by, 40 years goes by and you're like, whoa, where did that time go? And, And where was I? And how about starting off, and especially you that are younger, starting off young and thinking, wow, life. Let's be grateful for that. Let's be grateful for the life that I was given. Even, even if, and I won't underline this, but I'm saying it, even if this is to acknowledge those of you who have had intense, incredible struggles, especially you guys, you're here. You're here despite that. So be grateful for your life. So what are we going to do with this? This First of all, write all that down. Grateful, great, ready, abundance, time, extra, food, underline, life. Every day, to some degree, think about that. Maybe go down and and think of those words. Write something for yourself. Write yourself a little love note. Write down what's going great today. Uh, My husband's really cute. He when he's tucking the kids in, when they were younger, now he doesn't tuck them in so much as go in and say goodnight. But he would say, what was your rose and what was your thorn today? And that's just acknowledging for the kid that, you know, you don't have to always tell us what the only things that are going great. And that is something we need to give permission uh, to, to the kids, because as children, um, they really play off of what we how we how we teach them and how we respond. So it's giving them acknowledgement, like you, like you know, everything is not a a Disney book or or a fairy tale that ends in a certain way, all wrapped up and pretty. There are days that are going to be hard and something hurtful happen, and it's better to talk about it than to just put on a smile and act like nothing happened. So it's giving kids permission. Just tell me about the rose today. What was the thorn? And acknowledging that that a rose does have thorns. It's beautiful, but it has a thorn on it as well. There's parts that are can be hurtful. And 
there's power in that. I think over time, though, we, as I don't know why, but we tend to go more into the thorns. We tend to talk more about the things that aren't going well. And so this practice is to start us back on a track of looking at the bloom, looking at the flower, knowing because we've lived life, you know, we've experienced it, knowing there are thorns. But how about now putting a little bit more um, attention to the bloom and being grateful for both, being grateful for the pain so that we can experience the joy. And it's just a practice. It's an awareness, just like movement. If we move with full awareness, not just kind of going into um, this mechanical movement pattern or or it's almost like um, autopilot. But if we move with awareness, even if we've done something a thousand times, forward folded a thousand times, I'm still paying attention moment to moment as much as I can because that practice on my mat really helps in life, paying attention more moment to moment. So who's in on this gratitude venture? December 1st is the day we're starting this. And just like I've said before, don't beat yourself up if you start off strong and then all of a sudden you kind of, after 10 days, just stop doing it. Don't worry. Come back in at any time. Skip a few days. It's more about, hey, you know what? I I like doing this. this. This made me pause and this made me shift. Because as I said with brain mapping, our brain is so persuadable. That's a great thing. We should take advantage of that. Let's take advantage of the fact that when we start to feel a certain way, we can acknowledge it and then we can move through it. But then we can turn to the things that are going to empower us and strengthen us and say and do those things more because the brain then craves that. It wants that. And we're going to create this pathway of gratitude, this pathway of empowerment. And that will fill us and refill us and fuel us in all times, whether it's in the holiday season or at other periods in our life. So write me at lara at movementbylara.com and give me your take on this. If you're in, let's take some screenshots. Let's share them on my Instagram page, lara.hyman, and I'll share what you share with me so that we can practice this practice at a time where it's easy to be grateful and yet it's also hard because our attention is turned in a lot of different ways. We might be that whole wired but tired feeling, but everyone can take a few minutes and do this practice of gratitude because as Tony Robbins said, it is so powerful for all. It's the antidote for not just fear and anger, but for everything else we might be feeling that could uh, drag us down. The holidays are complicated, family dynamics can be challenging, but it doesn't mean that we can't still be grateful for experiencing it all. So without further ado, make sure that you do some form of gratitude practice. And if you want to do 30 days, let's go, let's move, let's start the movement for this, for being awake in our bodies and in our spirits. My love to you. Thank you. Thank you.